Today is January 27th, 2019, and this is Radio Free New England. Today, we'll have some New England news, this week in history, and we'll also remember Russell Baker, columnist for the New York Times and host of Masterpiece Theater. Now for this week's look at New England news. Red Sox tickets are now on sale for summer games. Check out RedSox.com for your tickets to see the Sox play at Fenway Park. Tickets are still available even for some Yankees series, as well as their homestand with the Dodgers. This past week, the government reopened as air traffic controllers and air safety workers up and down the East Coast threatened strikes and pickets. Members of the union at Bradley International Airport in Windsor Locks, Connecticut joined the effort, with Connecticut Congressman John Larson on site with the picketers. The unions, Bradley's included, are largely credited with ending the government shutdown. Meanwhile, New England's members of Congress weighed in on what comes next now that the government's reopened for a few weeks. New Hampshire Senator Jean Shaheen tweeted that border security remains a bipartisan priority and also wants to pass legislation immediately that provides relief to federal workers and to the American people in the wake of the shutdown. She called the shutdown reckless and completely unnecessary, saying that it should have never happened. Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut says that he wants to open up debate and promote using better surveillance and human resources in place of a physical wall. We'll see what the next three weeks hold for that debate. And Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker proposed legislation this week to increase school funding across the state of Massachusetts while specifically targeting extra services to low-income English language learner and special education students. And if you're a reader of the New York Times, you may have noticed that Russell Baker, famous columnist for the Times, as well as noted author and memoirist and host of Masterpiece Theater, passed away this past week. Baker was noted for his humor and wit and his ability to look at the big picture in his columns, and we'll be talking more about him in this week's Merit Memo. That's a look at the latest news around New England. Now let's take a look at This Week in History. On January 23rd, the first Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees were inducted back in 1986. It included Elvis Presley, Chuck Berry, and Fats Domino. January 24th, 1949, marked the birthday of John Belushi. And on the same day in 1941, Aaron Neville and Neil Diamond were both born. And on January 25th, 1966, Sam Cooke recorded the song Chain Gang, which we have coming up in just a couple minutes for your listening pleasure on Radio Free New England. Finally, happy birthday to my dad, Kevin, and also to my friend Dave, both celebrating birthdays on January 26th, along with Huey Piano Smith, who was born on that date in 1934. <laughs> Now for this week's Merit Memo. Journalism lost one of its greats this week with the death of Russell Baker, New York Times columnist, celebrated memoirist and author, and also the host of Masterpiece Theater. Baker wrote a couple of really important memoirs, one being called Growing Up and the other being called The Good Times. Growing Up talked about his childhood in the Great Depression and in living in rural Virginia, and then The Good Times explored his first several years as a reporter. 
I discovered Russell Baker in the context of a college class. I was in a methods of teaching class of all places, and the professor uh, talked about assigning this Russell Baker memoir and wanted us to think about the ways that children learn, whether in an academic setting or not. And Baker's book was perfect for that task. He talks about absorbing information from his family, his surroundings, and he writes with such clarity about what it is to be a kid who's growing up. I opened up the book. It was the first time I'd ever read anything by Baker. I'd never read his columns, never read any of his books at that point. And wow, I was just blown away with the beauty of his writing, with the ability that he had to take these sort of everyday experiences that people experience and distill them into something meaningful and important in his writing. And that's what his column did, his observer column for the New York Times. He wrote it three days a week and then twice a week for the Times. And in it, he would talk about the serious, whether it was big political issues, nuclear proliferation, nuclear disarmament, taxation. And then sometimes he would write about the mundane trivialities of everyday life, things like microwaves or waiting in line. And no matter what the topic was, he was able to bring it home and take that big picture thing that everybody's dealing with, either the grand or the really minor. And he was able to analyze it and talk about what it meant to people today and here and now. And that's something that I just adored about his writing and think is a, is a rare quality in writers, particularly today. I think today, even the best writers among us are writing about particulars and then trying to generalize from that. They're not going the other way. And Baker was somebody who could grasp at these things that we all had connections to and then be able to tell us what we were really looking at, what we were really experiencing in a way that just doesn't happen as often today. You get somebody like David Brooks, who I admire quite a bit at the New York Times, or you know any number of writers at the Huffington Post or Time Magazine, and they'll say, fear not, we're living in this crazy time, but let's tell you this story about this small group in the Midwest somewhere, or this community organization in Baltimore, and that's what we all need to do. We need to copy these behaviors. Baker was different. Baker said, whew, we're really coping with some crazy stuff here. We don't know what it's like to be modern man. And here's one really small detail that we all know and we all experience. Let me explain how that's just proof that we're all in way over our heads and we need to sort of step back and realize that. He was a perspective maker, not a quick taker. He was somebody who was able to turn a phrase but didn't fall for spin. We need more Russell Bakers in the world. And in the meantime, while we wait, pick up a copy of Growing Up, pick up a copy of The Good Times, or a collection of his columns from the New York Times called There's a Country in My Cellar. Fantastic reading. I'll put up some links on rfne.org. Rest in peace, Russell Baker. This has been the Merit Memo on Radio Free New England. Thanks so much for listening to Radio Free New England this week. If you like what you hear and you want to support the podcast, there are a few ways that you can do that. Go to rfne.org. That's your home base for all of our archives and information on the show. And from there, you can either click on the podcast page, which will bring you to anchor.fm slash rfne. That's our host. And they've got a little button that says support this podcast. You can make a donation right there, and that money will come straight to Radio Free New England. Or you can download on your Android or iPhone the Radio Public app, and listen to the podcast through there. They have a feature called Paid Listens, which just means they put a little ad either before or after the podcast, 
and that ad generates funding for the show. So you don't even have to spend a dime to donate to Radio Free New England that way, but it would make a big difference in helping us grow our podcast and helping us keep our lights on. Thanks so much for listening, and until next week, remember to visit rfne.org for all of our past archives. Take care.